Every so often throughout the course of history, patriots rise up at a time of need for truth and freedom. These people are called disciples of liberty for their undying love of freedom. The call has been sounded. Will you answer that call or sit back and let freedom die away? Unifying patriots everywhere against the evil trying to destroy America's freedom. You're listening to the Disciples of Liberty radio show on the America Out Loud Network. Now here's your host, Tim Alders. Welcome back to the revolution. Hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you're at. Hope you're just enjoying life. I'm enjoying life. I'm enjoying the liberty I have left, but I'm not enjoying what's going on in our nation right now because as America's infighting, as we are allowing our government to make us fight with each other, make us hate each other, we are ignoring the fact that the enemies of America aren't stopping their goals of becoming the number one nation in the world just because we can't get along, folks. And to further that example to you, I'm going to talk a little bit about what has been happening in China over the past couple decades as the Liberation Army came out and said the only way to conquer America would be to conquer it through its schools, through introducing socialism. And now that we have introduced socialism to America and we are having this inner revolution, whether we're going to be a constitutional republic or a socialist nation, what has one of our largest enemies, an enemy who we funded with our own stupidity, what have they been using our money that we buy all their stupid little products for since we don't manufacture anymore because uh, politicians don't believe manufacturing is a good uh, idea? What have they been doing to uh, make themselves a threat, not only economically, but as today's show is going to point out militarily? China's People Libertation, uh, Liberation Army sorry, has transformed itself into a large but antiquated force into a capable modern military. Now, they are still lagging uh, the United States in terms of military hardware and operational skills, but it has improved in relative capabilities in many critical areas. So there's a group out there called RAND, and they used um, unclassified sources to rate and judge and they did a scorecard based on America's military and China's military and it is called the US China military scorecard um, this comprehensive report examines US and Chinese military capabilities in 10 operational areas and presents a scorecard now each scorecard will assess the relative advantages or disadvantages of US and Chinese forces in diverse types of conflict um, at varying distances from the Chinese mainland at different points in time from 1996 through 2017. 
Advantage means that one side is able to achieve its primary objective in an operationally relevant time period while the other side would have trouble doing so. Okay? To prevail in either of the scenarios below, China's offensive goals would require it to hold advantages in nearly all operational categories simultaneously. U.S. defensive goals could be achieved by holding the advantage in only a few areas. Nonetheless, China's improved performance could raise costs, lengthen the conflict, and increase a risk to the United States. Now, this only goes up to 2017. I want you to understand the achievements that China have accomplished since 2017 are amazing. And this is already outdated. So this chart basically shows it goes from either having a major advantage, an advantage, an approximate parity, a disadvantage, or a major disadvantage. To where, uh, and that was um, basically the country, okay? So Chinese airbase attack, the U.S. had a major advantage in 1996. As of 2017, there is parity. No country holds an advantage in air, in an airbase attack. Now, U.S. versus Chinese air superiority. In 1996, America had a major advantage. Right now, we are barely holding on to an advantage. And that's just because of the technology of our planes that China has been stealing. Uh, U.S. airspace penetration. The U.S. had an advantage. And... um, in 2017, oh, I, I, I was reading the wrong chart. I have, to, I have to tell you, right now we still hold an advantage, but in the other two, um, in Chinese airbase attack in 2017, America was at a disadvantage. The U.S.-Chinese air superiority, we're at parity. We're at parity in airspace penetration, and we're at a slight advantage in airbase attack. Now, that is closer to the mainland of China. Farther from my mainland China, we actually have a parity in those states or a slight advantage. But closer to mainland China, the Chinese anti-surface warfare... We are now at a disadvantage as of 2017. Think where we are in 2020, folks. U.S. anti-surface warfare, we hold a slight advantage. U.S. Countership, uh, counterspace, we are at a disadvantage. Chinese, uh, U.S.-China cyber war, we have a slight advantage. Now... Nuclear stability, confidence. This is a confidence Chinese uh, thing. U.S. capabilities, okay? And nuclear stability. The nuclear stability in China now has went from a low confidence in, two, in 1996 to medium. Uh, the U.S. is still at high confidence that, that we are not going to go nuclear on anybody. Uh, Chinese airbase attack. Let's look at this. Given the importance of air power in America's recent wars, it's not surprising that China has sought ways of neutralizing U.S. capabilities in this area. 
of greatest significance, the PLA, that's the people's, uh, that's the Army of China, has developed ballistic and cruise missiles that threaten forward U.S. air bases. From a handful of conventionally armed ballistic missiles in 1996, China's inventory now numbers roughly 1,400. And this is in 2017, and they've been building them at a rapid pace. It's just amazing to me how America is ignoring the fact that we have uh, these issues. We, if we do not have uh, a defensive technological breakthrough, the growing number and variety of these Chinese missiles will certainly challenge the U.S. ability to operate from forward bases. As a larger proportion of U.S. aircraft are forced to fly from bases that are further, it's going to change the dynamics of warfare if it ever comes to that. So the U.S. versus Chinese air superiority. Um, There is an approximate parity in 2017. Nobody's even watching this stuff under the Biden administration. In virtually any East Asian scenario, the U.S. Air Force and U.S. Navy aircraft would play a critical role in blunting Chinese attacks. Since 1996, the United States has improved existing aircraft and introduced so-called fifth-generation aircraft, including the F-22 and F-35. China, meanwhile, has replaced many of its obsolete second-generation aircraft, which made up an overwhelming proportion of its forces in 1996 with modern fourth-generation designs. These fourth-generation aircraft now constitute roughly half of their Air Force fighter inventory. The net effect of these changes has been to narrow but not close the gap between U.S. and Chinese airfare. And this was in 2017, To evaluate the impact of this change on the two scenarios considered, we employ tactical and operational air combat models. They use all kinds of flight simulations to see this. Flight distances, force structure data, the models evaluated the number of fighter aircraft that the United States would need to maintain in the Western Pacific to defeat the Chinese air campaign. The results suggest that U.S. requirements have increased by several hundred percent since 1996. In the Taiwan case, U.S. commanders would probably be unable to find the base required for U.S. forces to prevail in a seven-day campaign. They could relax their time requirement and prevail in more extended campaign, but this would entail leaving ground and naval forces vulnerable to Chinese air operations. So we are facing a situation while we're fighting with ourselves and destroying our own nation that one of our enemies, and this is just one, think if they partnered with a number, another enemy like Russia, if they attack from two fronts, then we are at a disadvantage on everything. Airspace penetration. The U.S. commanders in the military are equally concerned by the development of Chinese air defenses, which would make it more difficult to operate in or near Chinese airspace in the event of conflict. The vast majority of China's 500-plus long-range surface-to-air missiles, SAMs, uh, were duplicates of the obsolete Russian SA-2 missiles with a range of only 35 kilometers. Kilometers, sorry. 
China, by 2010, had deployed roughly 200 launchers for double-digit SAMs. The newer missiles have more sophisticated seekers and ranges up to 200 kilometers, combined with more capable fighter aircraft and the addition of new uh, airborne warning and control systems equipped aircraft. The Chinese integrated air defense system has become a formidable obstacle to the United States. At the same time, however, U.S. air forces have made improvements to their penetration capabilities with the addition of stealth aircraft and new uh, suppression of enemy air defense aircraft. We, the, the people who did this, RAND, used a target coverage model to evaluate the ability of U.S. strike aircraft to penetrate Chinese defenses in the Taiwan and Spratly scenarios. The results showed net gains for China, which it's improved um, IADS, reducing the ability of even the most improved U.S. forces to penetrate Chinese airspace at a moderate risk. So why is this all important? I, I keep telling you this. Is war inevitable? Who knows? But America used to always be prepared. And as Reagan said it, you carry a big stick, you never have to use it. America's stick has been whittled down to just a little handheld club. And are what people would consider most biggest threats, China, Russia, have made vast improvements to their military while we've been cutting back on improving ours. Now, they basically state that we still hold a small advantage in U.S. airbase attacks. While penetrating Chinese airspace has become more hazardous, especially in the high-threat environment opposite Taiwan, the development of these new generations and precision weapons still gives the United States new options with greater punch. Virtually all of the iron bombs used by U.S. forces today are equipped with guidance packages, such as the Joint Direct Attack Munitions, which have turned them into all-weather precision weapons. At longer ranges, U.S. forces can utilize an array of standoff weapons which are capable of hitting their targets from hundreds of kilometers away and can be deployed from a growing variety of platforms. This larger and more varied inventory of precision and standoff weapons enables the U.S. Air Forces to attack more targets and cause more damage with each attack. To assist the net impact and improvements of both U.S. offensive and Chinese defensive capabilities, uh, they ran modules again, and they see what can happen. And they took snapshots of what's going on. Now, the U.S., is basically paused on many of this stuff. We're still caught up in Afghanistan. We're still caught up in some of these other places. In fact, Biden started bombing people again. We are not replenishing the missiles and weaponry that we have burned over the last 15 years under the current regime that we have in America. And if you do not believe that the enemies of the United States recognize a weakness in our government right now, when they've came out publicly and said they recognize a weakness in America's government, then you have some serious mental issues you need to address. So let's look at the fifth, the Chinese anti-surface warfare. 
the Chinese military has placed a huge emphasis on putting U.S. aircraft carrier strike groups at risk. And as of 2017, Chinese had the advantage over America. They wanted to neutralize U.S. ground-based air power. China had developed a credible and increasingly robust over-the-horizon intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance capability. It launched its first operational military imaging satellites in 2000 and deployed its first OTH SkyWave radar system in 2007. The SkyWave system can detect targets and provide a general, though not precise, location out to 2,000 kilometers beyond China's coastline. The development of China's space and electronic sectors has enabled it to increase the pace of satellite launches and deploy a wider range of sophisticated satellites. Where does China get this technology? Well, when our corporations move into China... China does not protect the patents that uh, the technology being created is. They've stolen it. China has stolen F-35 plans. They've stolen uh, much of this increased technology because our tech people like Zuckerberg, like Google, and all these people creating the microchips, uh, Microsoft and all this, they would rather use China and allow them this military um, superiority over America than, than lose money. Uh, so China has developed an anti-ship ballistic missile, the first of their kind anywhere in the world. It presents a new threat dimension for U.S. naval commanders. That said, the kill chain for these missiles will pose great difficulties for China, and the United States will make every effort to develop countermeasures. Well, they would have under Trump. They're not going to do that under Biden. Anti-ship ballistic missiles, therefore, may not pose the kind of one-shot, one-kill threat sometimes supposed in the popular media. At the same time, however, the ongoing modernization of Chinese air, uh, especially submarine capabilities, represents a more certain and challenging threats to our naval commanders. Between 1996 and 2015, the number of modern diesel submarines in China's inventory rose from 2 to 41, and all but four of these boats are armed with cruise missiles, as well as torpedoes. The RAND modeling suggests that the effectiveness of the Chinese submarine fleet as measured by the number of attacks opportunities it might achieve against carriers rose by roughly an order of magnitude um, and that it will continue to improve its relative capabilities through 2017 and beyond. Chinese submarines would present a credible threat to U.S. surface ships in a conflict over Taiwan or the South China Sea. So... I'm not doing this to try and raise some red flag or to tell you that war with China is imminent. But China wants to be the world leader. They want to be the world economic leader. They want to be the world military leader. They want to um, take over the position that the United States has held for decades and because of our money and our allowing them into the World Trade Organization and our um, backing off on manufacturing anything, we've not only allowed them. And, th- and this is the other problem that RAND don't put in their models. China owns 
huge amounts of our farms, almost all the pork in the world, um, they have bought up all kinds of food sources. So in a prolonged war with China, America could starve because to get back to producing uh, crops again would take longer than it would for people to die of starvation. So these are some of the reasons I'm telling you this. Allowing our country to be sold off to foreign investors. Allowing America to uh, stop um, this push for uh, military uh, supremacy is a mistake. I'm not saying that we should force our will on other nations. I'm not saying that we should um, interfere with other nations, but we're not the threat to other nations attacking us anymore or increasing their own uh, borders by taking over countries like Taiwan and things that they want to do because they know we are weak politically as a nation and we are spending so much money on social programs and socialism that we are not supporting the military like we used to. Um, Serious threats are facing America. Uh, They also assess Chinese amphibious capabilities and the ability of U.S. submarine air and surface forces to sink Chinese submarines and surface forces. They found that the U.S. ability to destroy um, Chinese amphibious forces has declined and will continue to decline, yet we are still formidable. China's total amphibious ship capacity is on track to double by 2017, and it has. China has also deployed larger numbers of more sophisticated anti-submarine warfare helicopters and ships. Why is China so adamantly increasing the size of their military? This is a question we have to pose to ourselves. We have to ask ourselves, why are nations like China and Russia increasing their military capability and we're decreasing ours? And we're not even having the talks with them to find out why. Because the two leaders, Biden hasn't reached out to anybody anywhere in the world because nobody wants to see that Biden Biden has total dementia and can't carry it on on a conversation without a teleprompter and the puppet masters can't go in his place. So uh, America's... um, International diplomacy has dropped. And if you do not believe that the people who hate America or at least hate what America stands for are recognizing this lax response that America has in uh, protecting our own borders, we have a problem. We have major problems that we're facing. And it all stems from what happened with the theft of the election this year. Now, you're listening to the Disciples of Liberty, folks. Are you a disciple? Do you care about any of this? Or are you so busy at your own jobs and your own work, raising your own family, that you just figure that those um, Democrats that ran as Republicans are doing their job when they're not? Um. We have to stand up. We have to fight for what we believe. America Out Loud is one of the few voices of reason that exists 
in American society today. We have a nation that, uh, that has outlawed media like this. And if we don't take a firm stance and support the voices of freedom, then it will be lost because they will shut us all down. So I urge you once again to share on your social media, to have these discussions, not fights. I'm not asking you to go out there and start arguments with flaming liberals. I'm asking you to have discussions, show facts, and if they start to turn it negative, to just ignore. Just end the conversation and block that person because there's no reason to that person. We have an opportunity to reach our younger generation and only we can reach them because our educational system will not for those that homeschool or those that um, put them in private schools that will teach the constitution i applaud you but we need more of that the liberals the democrats um, many of the, the the millennial generation have this walk away culture this cancel culture And they will bar freedom speech from their campuses. They will bar freedom speech from their states if they can. So we have to learn to walk away from the educational system in America. In fact, I still believe we need to learn to walk away from uh, this socialist nation of America and separate. It's time for a divorce, folks. Washington, D.C. is lost. It is corrupt. It is owned by evil, and they don't care about our voice anymore. All they care about is spending our posterity's inheritance, their money. They're putting us in massive debt for programs that aren't benefiting anyone. Have the poor gotten any richer? No, they just have better toys because the government buys it for them. They still don't have the jobs. Trump tried to fix all that. He tried to fix the economy. He tried to fix the corruption. And they recognized that and they didn't want it fixed. So they attacked him. So folks, share the messages. Find hosts on America Out Loud that you can support. If you have an internet business or a product that you sell or an eBay store and you're looking to advertise, advertise where it matters to other conservatives. Because I trust, trust me, The people that download these shows and listen to the shows like The Voice of a Nation or Viewpoint the Magazine, they're the people that will buy another conservative's products. So get out there and support the thing. And remember, folks, you are born free. Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health, sleeping better, full of energy and focus. We know that fades with age, and you might be feeling the effects of aging as low energy and poor sleep. But it doesn't have to be that way. There haven't been any nutrition systems designed to rejuvenate our bodies as we get older. Until now. Healthy Cell Pro is the only multinutrient system that impacts the building block of your body, the cell. Created by anti-aging expert and Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Vincent Giampapa. Award-winning Healthy Cell Pro cuts through the complexity of nutrition supplements by simply giving you the purest ingredients, filling dietary gaps to nourish your cells and enhance your quality of life for optimal performance. 
Visit HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount or call 844-869-9958. Hello, this is Lieutenant Randy Sutton, the host of Blue Lives Radio, the voice of American law enforcement. I am a 34-year police veteran. I am also the founder and CEO of an organization that stands behind injured and disabled law enforcement officers. It is called The Wounded Blue. Our website is thewoundedblue.org. We have produced a film. It is an important film. I urge you to watch it. The film details what happens when a police officer or law enforcement officer is shot or stabbed or beaten or disabled, seriously injured in the line of duty. Most people think they are taken care of medically and financially. The reality may be quite different. It is called The Wounded Blue, Service Sacrifice Betrayed. The film is available on Amazon, iTunes, and the Microsoft Store. incredible years and we're just getting started well they say time flies when you're having fun well it also flies by when you're on a mission of love love of country that is well our goal is to unite people from all backgrounds and beliefs in an effort to advance humanity you can listen in on our free apps on apple android or alexa AmericaOutloud.com. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. talking China, and we are talking the enemies of our nation, and we are talking a government that doesn't pay any attention to us. When a standard has been set, a person must both support the standard and conform personal desires, attitudes, feelings, and gestures to the standard set, or else be known as a nonconformist or criminal outside the law. People are either known and remembered for how well they conform to the accepted standards or for rebelling against them. Therefore, by our actions, our gestures and outward signs, we fulfill the need to be valued as an individual by leaving our mark upon the society in which we live. Yet, when a human is not being true to the self, as is natural tendency, a lasting happiness can never be achieved." We are conforming or we are joining the revolution. Welcome back, disciples. Hope you're having a fantastic day. The United States is in trouble, according to a report done by Rand on military comparisons of China to the United States. And this was in 2000s. Oh, I don't know. The report was done sometime around 2010. And they said by 2017, uh, China would have the advantage in U.S. counter space. They now do. The United States at this at uh, the point this was done had 526 operational satellites, had a far more extensive orbital infrastructure than China. 
with 132 satellites. But as of January 2015, China has been accelerating its space efforts. Its average rate of satellite launches was more than double that of their earlier years and more than triple that of the 1997-2002 era. The United States has historically been hesitant to deploy operational counterspace capabilities, in part because it fears legitimizing the deployments by others and because of its own dependence on space support for other types of military operations. We are allowing China, Russia, other countries, even smaller countries, to take over our space above the earth they are getting more technologically advanced why we are lost in arguing on facebook welcome to the new america folks welcome to socialism and welcome to a country ripe for the picking of a of a stronger nation um chinese counterspace china has pursued an extensive range of capabilities It demonstrated a kinetic anti-satellite capability in 2007 with a missiles test against a non-operational Chinese weather satellite at an altitude of 850 kilometers. At that altitude, many U.S. satellites in low Earth orbit would be vulnerable. China has also announced three tests of ballistic missile defense interceptors as of July 2014. These tests apparently took place at similar altitudes to the ASAT test and almost certainly employed technologies that could be employed in anti-satellite weapons or roles. Ultimately, political considerations, the fear of escalation and the vulnerability of Chinese systems to debris may deter China from employing kinetic attacks. Arguably more worrisome are the Chinese-Russian-made jamming systems and high-powered dual-use radio transmitters, which might be used against the U.S. communications and ISR satellites like the United States. China operates laser-ranging stations, which might be able to dazzle U.S. satellites or track their orbits to facilitate other forms of attack. In addition to this, the degree of threat posed by specific Targeting of China over U.S. satellite constellation depends on the altitude, number, and orbit of satellites in those constellations and ability of the U.S. systems to maintain functionality in the face of an attack. Now, with the Afghanistan war, Iraq war, we saw drones and we saw satellite imaging used. And we all witnessed it. And so did China and Russia. And they witness the precision strikes of America's new weaponry. So they have created this kinetic weaponry that can attack the satellites to make drones almost useless. To make newer technology of the United States obsolete in a conventional war. This should worry everybody because we're not keeping up. And why is China doing this? Well, as I said before, nobody knows because nobody in our current White House leaves the White House or has any conversations because you can't have conversations with an international um, nation without a teleprompter. Just doesn't happen. So how's our cyber activities? That's become a major source of concern in the United States, right? And allied countries. 
There's strong evidence that many of the hostile cyber espionage activities emanating in China are tied to Chinese military. They have maintained organized cyber units since the late 1990s, while the U.S. Cyber Command was only formed in 2009. Nevertheless, under wartime conditions, the United States might not fare as poorly as I'm insinuating in the cyber domain, as many assume. Uh, Cyber Command works closely with the National Security Agency. The problem is, under the NDAA, America is more concerned about spying on conservatives who were in the Capitol on uh, January 6th than they are on paying attention to anybody who might be a threat to America. Uh, nuclear sta- stability. The nuclear sco- scorecard evaluates crisis stability in the bilateral nuclear relationship and the advantage enjoyed by one side or the other. Specifically, the scorecard examines the survivability of both sides. Isn't that scary? Um, China has modernized its nuclear forces since 1996, increasing their quality as well as improving quality. It has improved survivability through the introduction of the Road Mobile DF-31 and DF-31A ICBMs and the Jin-class ballistic missile submarines capable of carrying 12 modern uh, sea-launch ballistic missiles. Uh, what sort of bothers me is nobody in any of these militaries on either side think about what happens when all these nuclear weapons are launched above the Earth— waiting to come down and they're destroyed in our atmosphere. I mean, just because you have the capability to do it, I don't think the survivability rate would be that high. So why did we have this discussion today on Disciples of Liberty? Well, not only do we need to be concerned about what's happening in our own backyard, in our own states, in our own cities, in our own towns, and just be passive bystanders what's going on in washington because we have no control over the corruption there anymore washington's lost to us but we also have to pay attention to what the people who have not liked america for generations like russia north korea china um, turkey the people in the middle east they don't like america they hate america they wave their flags death to america So I'm not exaggerating when I say they would have not one problem sleeping at night if they could come up with a plan to annihilate all Americans. It's just a fact. Uh, They state it. And I'm not saying that all people in China think that and not all people in the Middle East think that. But the people in charge of the weaponry do. So... What are our choices? What are our alternatives? You know, at one point, America told Russia, the Soviet bloc, that it was time to allow Poland and Ukraine to separate and become their own independent states. Now, the last time that tried to happen in America, Lincoln decided no, And a civil war broke out and many Americans died. But under the compact of the Constitution, states have the right to leave. And I love the fact that Texas always brings this up in petitions. 
But where are the other states? I'm I'm getting really disappointed with Utah, Idaho, Wyoming. Where is the consorted effort? Where are the representatives that are conservatives saying our state's done? You know, Biden's a complete dementia ridden person who sold the White House. Kamala Harris couldn't have ever got elected if the election wasn't stole. Uh, Pelosi and, and Schumer and Mitch, um, Mitch O'Connell, they're all bad. And we're just done. It's time to form a new nation. We'll keep the moniker of the United States of America and they can be whatever they want to be. We'll keep the military since they don't like the military. We'll keep the, the, the people who want to work and, and thrive, and you can keep the people who want to be dependent upon government. But we are facing a huge problem, people. This is uh, a problem that needs addressed, and we have waited. We're probably 20 years too late on addressing the conflict that we face in America today. And even though the information was as of 2017, we just have to think of the advancements they're making under Biden right now with the money they're investing in becoming military uh, superiority, increasing their military superiority over America. It's amazing how far they've come in such a short time. And why? I mean, in the old world, if a ruler would have seen armies massing on his border and troops increasing and cannons being wheeled into the the field right on their borders, they would have shown some concern. Yet, I don't sense the concern from our elected officials. I don't see any elected official going and asking China why. If you want to live in a peaceful world, why are you so upgrading everything militarily? What is your agenda? I think America spends too much time spying on Americans and and too little time trying to figure out what the rest of the world is doing. Uh You know, and there will be those people, even conservatives, that say we shouldn't care what the rest of the world is doing. We should just live our own lives. But you always have to be prepared for the inevitability. That's why the founding fathers created the Constitution and the United States in the first place, instead of remaining 13 separate colonies, is because there was power in numbers. And in order to dissuade France or Britain from trying to assimilate the colonies again, uh, they wanted to show this joint force. But we're slacking in that area because everybody wants to spend the money on COVID uh, relief packages. Well, if the government didn't shut down our businesses, which they really had no authority under the Constitution to do, and they say, well, we're here to protect the health of a nation. Show me where it says that in the Constitution. It doesn't. And if they really wanted to protect health, they would give vitamin C, vitamin D uh, boosters out to people and not untested vaccinations. So we have choices. 
we have the choice to either bow down, drop to one knee, bend our head, and allow government to continue to place chain after chain on us, uh, allow government to continue to place our posterity in debt, uh, to allow government to restrain us and make it so we can't socialize, or we can stand up and protest. Now, even though mask mandates are being lifted in different places in this nation, there are corporations like Costco that claim to be a global world organization and they're always going to require masks. Conservatives, stop spending money at Costco. Stop spending money at Walmart. This is the one thing that I applaud Democrats for, and I don't applaud them for a whole lot, but they can boycott and they are successful. If they don't like conservatives, they avoid them. They don't like Hobby Lobby. They don't go. Yet conservatives will go and uh, support Starbucks, even though Starbucks is one of the most evil corporations on the face of the earth because they need their coffee. You know, I, I have to applaud Mike Lindell from My Pillow. That guy is so fed up with liberal corporations. He's trying to start his own Facebook. He's now saying he's going to start his own Amazon. Uh, he is putting money where his mouth is. Yet we continue to support the same people who want to enslave you. Tell me how that makes sense. I mean, literally stand in front of the mirror and tell yourself this little story. Hi, I'm so-and-so. And I know that liberals and corporations like Costco and Walmart in the supporting of Biden Harris want to take away my liberties and freedom and enslave me. I know they want to take away the Second Amendment, yet that little fritter that they sell in that box of 50 is so appealing to me, I don't care. And then look yourself in the mirror and say, wow, did I really just say that? Because that's exactly what we do day in, day out. Support more local businesses, folks. The very first show I did was Buy Back America. It was about supporting the local Main Street businesses because it was Main Street that built this nation. And now Main Street's going away. We would rather go to a Zuckerberg's Facebook and be blocked than uh, go and support a local small shoe guy. We would rather go to Amazon and make a billionaire who will use every ounce of his profit to elect people who want to destroy the Constitution because it's convenient. This was the problem with World War II and World War I. Nobody stood for anything. Nobody stood up against evil because it was a hassle. Nobody stood up as people were marched to the gas chambers, folks. But eventually, the people like Bill Gates, who has went public and said that, you know, we need to get rid of a large percentage of the world's population... And he told the CIA that with different types of vaccines, I can go ahead and hide data tracking information 
or toxins, yet we're keep on giving them the money to invest in our own demise. It's almost like you have a bully, but the bully is not able with the equipment he has to get into your house and bully you. So in order to help, you keep giving the bully money so the bully can get battering rams, so the bully can get a way to bully you. We are creating the bullies. We've created the bully with China by inviting them into the World Trade Organization and allowing them to take over all the manufacturing and buy all the food and all the pork and all the farmland and everything else in this nation. We have allowed the bullies to get the equipment needed to bully us. And our former President Trump used to speak out against China. And he used to speak out against selling off our nation. And he wanted to leave NATO. And he wanted to leave the United Nations and the World Trade Organizations because the Founding Fathers would have never wanted us to be part of these organizations. And the large corporation said, hey, you're cutting our lifeline. We can't have this guy. So they use their money to buy media and influence the minds of the people and made us sheep and made it so that we as uh, citizens don't stand up for our liberties and freedoms anymore. This is the insanity of the conservative American. This is the insanity of the religious American, the Christian American. We've allowed them to take God out of school because we said we could keep God in our house, but we didn't realize that our kids spend more time in the world than they do in our house, so they're going to get more anti-God than they're going to get God. We're going to uh, allow them to um, take over all the media, and we don't support the media that's out there trying to protect us. And when they go after the individual media hosts or the people throughout the nation who speak of freedom and liberty. We just think some attorney will step in and help them or whatever. We don't rise up. Democrats rise up. They rise up, they show up and they'll burn cities. We rise up, we go march peacefully. And then the Democrats have people infiltrate us and burn down the Capitol. They didn't actually burn it down, but they did things that uh, conservatives never would have done. And, and they know, they know that we're not violent. They know that we're busy. They know that we have the jobs. Uh, we can't bust conservatives that are unemployed into Seattle or into Portland to burn cities and pay them 10 bucks an hour like George Soros can. But yet we support the industry that these people own. So I applaud you, Mike Lindell. I don't know you, but I applaud you for what you're trying to do. Put your money where your mouth is. You're jeopardizing everything like a founding father. And I applaud you for that because you're putting your finances at risk trying to protect the Constitution. I applaud any listener out there that speaks up and speaks out and shares this on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, or any other platform that's out there, Telegraph, Telegram, whatever you have. If you're sharing this, that's important. But there are so many other hosts, too. Find the host that matches your passion. 
I'm passionate about the Constitution. I'm passionate about every single one of God's unalienable rights. I'm passionate about the Second Amendment and our guns. I'm pro-life. So you'll hear it all on this show. But there are others that just... They're so hot on a topic that that's their key point. There are military experts on this network. There are uh, pastors on this network. There are doctors on this network. There are women, men, older, younger on this network that believe in something. And they'll put their time and effort into trying to protect it. We have choices. We have opportunities. Our founding fathers had choices. They wrote the Declaration of Independence. And soon on this network, you'll be seeing the Declaration of Independence um, 2021. I did a Declaration of Restoration in 2010. You can still probably find it under Tim Alder's Declaration of Restoration. Revive that. That was a great document. But it's time for us to tell the governments enough, enough. Washington, D.C. failed us. They have violated their oaths of office. They have taken more power than the Constitution allows. They have overspent our children's posterity, and we've done nothing. So stand up, folks. Swing back. Take a fight. Take back your city. Get the mayor in there that will stand up against the governor. Get the city council that actually understands property rights. Get a governor that won't support the Democrat like Utah's new governor supported Biden over Trump. I can't believe Utah 80% for Trump elected an anti-Trump governor. What's wrong with the people of Utah? I don't know. I don't know. I live here and I, I sometimes question that. But as I've said before, and I'll tell you every time, America was a dream. It was supposed to be a beacon of light. The Constitution was created so that the people born in other countries would recognize that they have the same unalienable rights as we do from God. Unfortunately, somewhere in their history, their forefathers gave up their liberty and freedom for a little security. And that's what America is doing today. We were supposed to be that beacon of light, like Reagan said. We weren't supposed to interfere with every nation. We were supposed to make it so other nations wanted to rise up and throw off tyranny. Yet, we can't even avoid tyranny in our own backyard today because we're afraid. They're making us afraid. They are labeling us extremists. They're labeling us domestic terrorists. I embrace those names because those were the same names King George used against the founding fathers and founding mothers of this nation. Abigail Adams had more backbone than some of the people, oath keepers in our military that keep taking unlawful orders from a government that doesn't have the authority under the Constitution to give. When will we say enough is enough? When will we realize that most of these people in charge of our military, these admirals and these generals, are politically appointed stooges? And they don't care about the oath, and they're teaching that to other people. Folks, it's on you and me. It's on us to protect our children and our grandchildren. At some point, your child's going to come up to you with chains on, and he's going to say, why mom or why grandpa did you do nothing to protect my god-given rights and you're going to say hey i got fourteen hundred dollars from the government 
and I spend it. And then they gave me another $1,400 and then 600 So I'm just happy that they're making this imaginary money and giving it to me. I didn't think about you. Folks, think about your kids. Think about your grandkids. Think about being a disciple of liberty. It's important. It's important to stand up. And I'm the voice. I'm taking a huge risk. And I'm curious the day that they show up to shut me down, who will back me up or even question, where did he go? Why did he disappear from the radio? Why isn't the media reporting this anywhere? Because I tell you what, if one day you turn on America Out Loud and I'm not there, it's because government got me gone. So stand up, folks. Embrace liberty. Embrace your unalienable rights. Love the Constitution. Teach the Constitution. Listen to the people out there. Prager you. Listen to Hillsdale College. Learn about the Anti-Federalists. Please just do something. And remember, as of always, you were born free. Whether you keep that freedom or not is totally in your hands. 